0: The Introvert's Edge podcast was designed to create a dialogue around introversion to stimulate a discussion around our disadvantages, how we overcome those disadvantages and what we consider our introvert's edge. Together, we're finally going to confront the stigma around introversion, showing that we're not second class citizens, we're just different and we need to embrace that. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Introvert's Edge. And I'm ecstatic to introduce a good friend of mine, Jennifer Conweiler, who has authored two amazing books. Well, multiple books, but two of my personal favorites, Quiet Influence and The Genius of Opposites. And I have to say, she's actually an extrovert but she's got so many great strategies. So while you know, I generally only let introverts on this show, the strategies that she's used is so, so helpful. And she talks about in detail, the principles around how introverts can be successful in leadership. So I'm really excited to welcome her to the show. Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Oh, Matt, it's my pleasure. I'm so happy that you are having this show. It's, it's a great service you're providing.
0: Well, thank you so much. And I'm, you know, I'm honored to have another CSP. We're both uh, CSP speakers from the National Speakers Association as well. And my first CSP speaker on the podcast. So uh, it, it's also another, another honor to have you on.
1: Most of the world that doesn't know what our <laughs> our destination <laughs> is that we work so hard for, but nobody seems <laughs> to know what it means, but it's certified speaking professional. So we're, we're in a, we're in a small percentage of, uh, we're uh, very honored, I'm sure you are too, to be part of it, in the National Speakers Association.
0: Definitely, definitely. And I, I think one of the, and we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about speaking because we've done a lot of, uh, we had a lot of segments on speaking. We're going to be focusing on leadership. But I have to say, I was surprised just how many people that are in the CSP club, the the, you know, the most professional of professional speakers. Again, speaking is something that everybody assumes is an extroverted skill set that are actually introverted themselves and still amazing. They have amazing stage presence.
1: Incredible, and, and the more we learn about actors and performers of all kinds, a majority of those at Matt, as you know, are actually introverted. The strengths of introverts like preparation and uh, planning and uh, just complete diligence uh, gets them ready to get on the stage and to be extroverted for that time.
0: I'm constantly shocked, I I constantly find new people that I see them on the stage like, amazing, must be an extrovert totally introverted, and it's again, the difference is that they just want to sleep afterwards. They, they It takes their energy. It doesn't make any difference to their performance style. It's like Jim Cathcart, great friend of mine, ex-president of the National Speakers Association. When he's done, he wants to go party. I want to go into a dark room. And I think that's the only difference in In our delivery methods are actually quite similar. We both tell stories from stage, though I, I don't think I'm quite at his skill set yet. Um, I think he's most award-winning speaker ever. You know, he's... You know, but, this, the major difference is basically how we recharge, but enough about speaking, let's, let's get into th- to the hot topic, because a lot of people that have been watching this show over time have heard some great advice on how to network and how to speak publicly, and I think Ryan did, had some great detail around how to be a strong leader, but I'm, I'm really excited about having you on, Jennifer, because I know you spent a lot of time looking at how introverts can be great leaders, and I, I really just want to go, well, firstly, how did you get into that? Uh, and, to- and talking about this topic?
1: It started for me, Matt, with uh, my own relationship. I married an introvert many years ago, and I was uh, very perplexed at, to why he wouldn't show the same enthusiasm you know, after we go on social outings, uh, as, as I did, and, and want to talk about all the, all the things that were happening. And until I actually took a uh, luck, fortunately took an instrument called the Myers-Briggs uh, shortly into our marriage, that really helped me understand more about this personality type. Uh, and I, as I started working in organizations uh, in uh, leadership and coaching roles, I would continually find that I was supporting introverts who, who, after many years oftentimes of being, you know, sort of ignored and overlooked and, and misunderstood, passed over, um, you know, was really taking a hit on their self-esteem, on their confidence. And uh, it, they really saw that, uh, you know, it's almost like an, ex, uh, an oxymoron to say that you could be an introvert. And be a leader, because as many of them would share with me, I don't see people that look like me, Matt, you know, like in leadership roles, they're, you know, sort of outgoing and rattling those sabers and, you know, just being very extroverted, if you will. But in fact, um, as we know, you know, anywhere between 40 and 60% of people in the workplace are introverted, and certainly many uh, people in C-level and senior positions. So that's sort of how it started from the personal, you know, and then went the professional and it really you know these are all skills and and insights that we have both at home and at work
0: well jennifer i'm interested because you are an extrovert yourself but you teach introverts how to be strong leaders and as an introvert you know i'm a big believer myself that we're different and we should just embrace that but now that i've embraced my introversion and if i want to be a leader i mean a lot of introverts think they shouldn't be in leadership roles they should just be the person doing the work and i've seen some amazing amazing introverted leaders to be an introverted leader does that mean I need to become more extroverted do I need to create do I need strategies to be perceived as more extroverted or can I embrace my natural talents to be a great leader
1: the improv people use an expression yes and (laughs) I think it's both really yes and both Uh, but I do come from what the first thing that you said or in, in your in your discussion just now Matt about not becoming an extrovert. I found in my research, I interviewed, um, for the introverted leader, I interviewed and questioned over a hundred leaders across many different industries. And also for Quiet Influence, which was the book that followed, I did a very similar process, I used a very similar process. And the the main theme that kept coming out was that, yes, we have quiet strengths and we, the effective ones use those strengths really well. That said, we still live in a world that's very extroverted. Our workplaces expect us to socialize, as you said, to be out there speaking. But we can still use our strengths, all of us, extroverts and introverts, to really get to the point of leadership. You know, there's certain capabilities that we need. Um, And so uh, what I found the successful ones do is they apply those strengths that they have. To these challenging, to the, the typical and challenging leadership scenarios. So, for instance, you, you mentioned uh, public speaking, even coaching. Um, a coach, uh, an introvert who's doing a leader who's leading, a big part of their job is coaching, right? You have to get the best out of people. Well, they don't typically, successful introverted leaders don't wing it. You know, they've come with questions, they've done a little research on the person they're coaching, Um, they're organized, you know, all the things that make introverts shine, they use, and that's what I found consistently, that they take those skills that are that have made them successful in business and their functional area, whether it be finance or marketing, and they use those skills and apply them to interpersonal and communication situations so that's why i say yes am because you still have to flex as you know um more and more i'm seeing thank god i'm glad to see this that extroverts are realizing that and the research really says this that they need to be quiet and listen more and that way they're going to get more productivity out of their team so that's an introvert strength you know, so we're not there yet where we're seeing extroverts needing to, you know, shift. They're still going, going, and don't think that a lot of them don't think they need it, but we're seeing the needle change a little um on that area. So um that that's kind of where I where I think about that in terms of um stop trying to be an extrovert but embrace who you are.
0: That's brilliant, Jennifer. And and thank you for sharing that. I one of the I, I just am thinking of a person that maybe they, they've been in a job for a long time, maybe they've been offered management positions in the past and and turn them down because they don't want to do it or they're scared to do that and or maybe they just don't see that it's something that they can do for themselves let's what would you say to those people and then if if you could talk them into becoming strong managers and leaders what strategies would you suggest they start with to continue on their journey of actually becoming a successful leader
1: well, again, I want to come from the viewpoint that I'm basically, I see myself, Matt, as the conduit for sharing the lessons that I've learned from successful introverts. I want to be really careful to say, just because I'm an extrovert, I'm not going to tell an introvert how to do it. But um, these are lessons that, that really I have gained from these um, these highly successful Um, introverted leaders. And I found that um, their, their success strategies basically came into four different buckets. And uh, just for the, the ease of of memory, I I call those the four P's. And I know there are other four P's in marketing and that kind of thing. But I've I've, I've owned these, I own these four P's for this particular uh, piece of the, of the puzzle. First P is to, is to prepare. And so I mentioned that several times in our discussion, but that is one of the aces in the hole for, for introverts. Uh, you know, they come with questions, they come uh, thinking about what their strategy is gonna be. And, and that, that is so tremendous when you're entering meetings, when you're talking with people you're not comfortable with, even as you talked about networking, right? And, and really figuring out who's gonna be at the event and even doing a little research, I had one guy who was extremely introverted and he basically wanted to, he, had, he was a sales person. And he, he actually found out what the, um, the board was of the guy that he was trying to pitch to on the, the charity. And uh, he basically got the sale because he had done his research. Now, I'm not saying an extrovert wouldn't do that, but an introvert's more likely, right? So preparation. Um, the second thing is presence. Once you've prepared and you've done all the the thoughtful analysis, which you do very well as an introvert, what they tend to do is then they're there, you know, they're listening, they're present. They're not worrying about, am I going to get the sale or, you know, uh, did I do enough preparation on this? No, they they are there and they're picking that way. They're able to connect with the audience, to connect with the person they're trying to uh, relate to one-on-one. Um, So that being in the moment, I'm not saying introverts are like always great at that, but when they are, people that's when they get the feedback all the time. It's like, God, they really helped me with my problem. And the introvert will say to you, well, I didn't say anything. I basically just was there with them. But people pick up on that, don't they? You know, on that authenticity, on that being real in the moment. And then the third one is push. Um, I just had a guy write me an email that he's preparing for a TED talk kind of a thing in his company. And he said, I realize, you know, in, in talking with you, that that's the piece that's been missing. I haven't been pushing myself. I know I can do a great job on this. But I've got to push myself so don't we all I mean to stretch and to grow and so they continually are pushing themselves so not pushing themselves so much that it's like gonna give you you know painful muscles the next day like when you work out too hard but that just enough that it's a little bit uncomfortable because that's we all know that's how we grow and so again those successful introverted leaders told me that they did that and I watched them I watched them do that in many ways And then the fourth area is practice, is continuing to refine and hone the skills and really have a discipline plan to do that. So those would be the four steps that I would say that um, people can go to. It's all in the introverted leader. I have a lot of tips and strategies to support those. And I also think it's really important to have a coach or a mentor to help you, particularly when things
0: get tough and to keep pushing you and to keep challenging you and keep telling you that you're doing it great. It's funny, all the different guests we've had on the show, they all talk about the fact that they had to push themselves, they had to prepare, they, they had to follow all your strategies, it didn't come naturally, but now they enjoy a lot of those things, they're, they're things that they would never normally have done, and a lot of introverts stay in the, no, I'm just going to stay in a room, quiet room by myself, or I'm, I'm going to stay in my little cubicle, I'm not going to come outside my comfort zone. But wow, the introverts that I've seen, the successful ones, they are so glad that they did it. And I think that you're correct that sometimes it is. It's having a coach. It's having a strategy that you implement effectively, continuously improving to get to a point where you are comfortable. Because you know, a lot of people now say, oh, I think I'm becoming more extroverted. Well, no, you've just got great strategies now. So you're enjoying the process. You're an introvert that doesn't consider that an extroverted behavior anymore
1: you don't consider an extrovert behavior. I will say, however, that you don't, you may not, never feel totally comfortable. In fact, most of them said, I'm never gonna feel like it's easy for me to just go up to people and talk. But it get. but then they look at people who have very low social skills, <laughs> very poor social skills. You, just say, you know what, I've really been working at this and now I do. I can start a conversation so you can track your progress. Um, but it's just like um, extroverts, you know, I've just been, I finished the new, uh, I was w- working very diligently on, a, on this new manuscript for the, the revision of the introvert of the year. And I found myself, Matt, by the end, I mean, I was, you know, I needed to just go out of the house and talk to anybody, <laughs> you know, an extrovert, because I can do it as I, on the opposite side of an introvert, you know, I, I can st- I can discipline myself to be alone, but then my batteries need to be charged up by being with people. Whereas the extrovert, you know, the introvert, like you said earlier, you know, they'll go be acting sort of, quote, extroverted, but yet then they definitely need, right? Don't you find that?
0: Yeah. And I, I think that's actually really interesting, Jennifer, because what you just highlighted was the fact that you have to discipline yourself to do introverted activities, of like sitting down and writing and doing those sorts of things. I'd love for you to share with that, because introverts tend to focus a lot on the negatives around being an introvert and they don't realize that extroverts actually have negatives as well that they have to discipline themselves to do
1: the, the whole theme about any overuse of a strength becomes a weakness now i wrote about that in quiet influence and i was surprised that people were really interested in those parts like for instance you know too much quiet time like you were saying matt you know you can really isolate that way right you can you can do too much of it um you can get in your head so that Nobody's ever hearing your ideas.
0: Well, I, think, I think the best example, Beth Bilo um, was on the show as well. And she said with her, she can disappear into her world for a long period of time. But then afterwards, occasionally she's like, I've got to go and speak to somebody because I'm in my own space and I've forgotten what the world even looks like. So, yeah, you're right. There's, there's balance of scale and an extrovert, you know, they can talk and sell lots of stuff. But then they've got to get stuff done and they've got to focus on that. And listening sometimes doesn't come as easily and all those little things that extroverts struggle with that are natural for introverts. So it's everybody has their strengths and weaknesses and we all need to find strategies.
1: Exactly. And we all know, I think the positive news now is that we really are talking about introversion and extroversion, Matt, as a spectrum that um you know we have all have these qualities within us. So what you were describing before, it's like using those muscles. I'll use that physical example again, you know, you're strengthening those muscles. Um, but it doesn't mean as you say, as you're gonna become an extrovert, you know, you're not becoming, you're acting as if, so it gets more comfortable. It's like breaking one hand and you get to learn how to use it, but it's never gonna the penmanship is never gonna look as as good, you know? So to adapt. Um, And I I think that's really, really true. So I like to look at it as a spectrum. And then we know that most people are not extreme. You know, I always laugh, I say, except for my husband, who's an (laughs) an extreme introvert, you know, Um, and we all have those friends who are extreme extroverts who never stop, who never reflect, who are constantly needing that stimulus that can go out of control too, right? So uh, but we all can pick and choose from different parts of the spectrum as to what we, uh, what we need to do. And I, and folks will always say to me, often say to me, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm an introvert, extrovert, they're really obsessed about it, you know, and it's really not about that. It's not about the label as much as as to me, as it is about are the behaviors serving you or not, you know, so what do I need to pull in to help me be more effective um, at my job
0: or in my life? I think that's really valuable information. And yeah, I mean, definitely utilize your strengths and work on your weaknesses and and get yourself to where you need to be. And look, Jennifer, I'd love for you to just share a little bit about where people can find out more information about you and the, the, the new books that you have coming out.
1: Well, people can go to my website, Matt, and I'm, I'm very active on social media, including, um, you know, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, the three, I guess. Um, I, my last name is Conweiler. It's a little hard, to, but once you know it, it's K A H N. Weiler Jennifer is the first name, and so uh, you know I have the Genius of Opposites is the latest book that came out uh, two years ago, and that's about how we get along as introverts and extroverts. So that we're better exponentially, uh, the two of us. But how do you get how do you get those partnerships to work? And so then Quiet Influence is another one that we mentioned today in the broadcast. I'm doing a little show and tell here. If that's <laughs> Trying to use your sales, sales uh, person type of strategy. <laughs> and how, do we, how, how do we, as an introvert, guide to making a, a difference. So it's all about using quiet skill. You know, your six, six key strengths that I found introverts use to change uh, the organization, to inspire people, challenge the status quo, uh, and how they do it as introverts. So uh, again, using interviews, you'll see lots of case examples. And then the one that I was just mentioning that I just finished was the Introverted Leader, the new edition. The first one came out in 2009. There's been a lot of research and a lot of uh, stories and anecdotes I've picked up along the way as I've been out here talking about this topic. So I've included all that in the new edition, which will be out March 6th.
0: So Jennifer, look, I'm really excited that you're on the show and thank you for sharing so much great detail.
1: Thank you so much for the privilege of, of being with you.
0: Very happy to have you. And for people that want to grab a little bit more detail on Jennifer and, and perhaps you know, st- struggle to find her online, please just go to the introvertsedge.com forward slash Jen, J-E-N, and you'll be able to find her on on the site. Uh, There'll be some show notes there for you, and you'll be able to click directly from there across to her website as well. But thank you so much for joining us today. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, post your review to help more and more introverts find out about this podcast and so that they can start becoming more successful in their business and in their life. But thank you again for joining me today, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Cheers. I'm on a mission to empower introverts to be proud of who we are. Introverts have had to deal with the stigma that we just can't be as successful in business or in sales as our extroverted counterparts. We're different and we need to embrace that. I instinctively shied away from sales. I didn't want to be a salesperson. My closing
1: ratio has gone from 15% up to close to 80%. We nearly quadrupled the number of meetings set with clients.
0: Your book was a great revelation to me about me. I've been fortunate to receive some endorsements from some exceptional introverts. They've shared with me how much they resonated with the stories of these real people and how they transformed to being sales masters. It talks about the things that make an introvert successful. Every book was written for extroverts and there needed to be something for us. Get your copy of The Introvert's Edge today.